0: Good morning, welcome to the Lisa Eve show. Let's get ourselves situated. Um, I'm still working with this interesting kind of setup today. And the issue that I basically am having is that um, my laptop broke. Okay, so we have a good angle going on. Welcome to the Lisa Eve show. I am Lisa Eve happy friday to everyone and if you are listening on spotify or some other platform just know that you can actually join me live 6 a.m eastern standard time every day monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday and saturday sunday however is pre-recorded and while sunday doesn't quite have a standard format yet that's when you perhaps will get to meet some of my children because um yeah my my daughter wanted to join me last sunday and i believe she wants to join me again this sunday uh we'll have to see but yeah so um you can find new content from me every single day good morning (laughs) um yeah so this is i think day 12 since i began this journey and yesterday i shared a surprising amount of information about myself um <laughs> talking about how i want to make music and be um and be a part of some science fiction shows and how i always wanted to be a part of star trek um Something that I want to talk about is is letting go of control. That's really hard. It seems that when I was, um, you know, like basically like a toddler, um, four, five, six years old, I in my particular experience, I realized that I had to take control because there was no other adult who was basically running the show or being present, being available, being there, or sometimes even existing um, for me to rely on. So from a very early age, I realized that if I didn't try and to try because it was so small. If I didn't try to take matters into my own hands, basically I was gonna die. And there was no adult person who was going to take care of me or save me or or anything like that. So like my brain rewired itself to Know that I'm the one who has to figure things out. I'm the one who has to take care of everything. I'm the one who... Basically, because I'll, I'll probably die if I don't. If I don't do these things. And so now, I'm in this phase where God wants me to let go of the steering wheel. God wants me to let go of control. And... And... uh. It's hard. It feels almost like death. I'm guessing perhaps the death of ego. There's some things that I I want to happen right now and, and intuitively, like I feel that I should not be pushing this. But what I know, what I've learned, is this push energy. Like, I need to push, 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 push to make things happen. Because if I don't do it, no one else is going to do it. No one else, no one's going to, no one's going to do it. And you know what that created in my relationships? Hmm. That created... Me attracting men who wanted me to do everything that meant that I attracted men in my life who would not lift a finger (laughs) to do much of anything and so even though I was in a relationship even though I was in a partnership I still felt like it was just me and I was the one having to make things happen instead of it being like a team um, or even the more traditional masculine feminine roles. And I just thought for sure it was not the fault of the men that I was with they were just being themselves it's me who chose that kind of a man energetically so I'm putting out this energy of I've got to do everything myself I've got to do everything myself like it's a broadcast emanating from me I've got to do everything myself and then men who want that will pick up on that energy and I this is all subconscious by the way and they just know that I'm going to do everything. Some of these men may, you know, have some wounds with mother or maybe they're in their feminine energy, right? Because I'm in my masculine. If I'm doing everything, doing everything, I'm in my masculine energy. So these are attracting men who are in their feminine because the, the polarity, That the polarity dynamics. A man in his feminine is definitely gonna be attracted to a woman in her masculine. Like, yeah, do everything. And that's what happened. Of course, in my first marriage, I was originally in my feminine energy. My husband, my ex-husband was in his feminine energy too. I don't quite know how that dynamic worked long story short it didn't but i did then have to flip to the masculine to protect myself because that he stepped into toxic feminine toxic feminine energy and so i had to flip into masculine energy to protect myself to get myself stronger there's such a strong difference between a man then being in feminine energy and a man being in toxic feminine energy. These dynamics. <laughs> One moment. I'm back. Okay, I had to get some water. Okay, so, yeah. Toxic feminine energy is, like, no fun. Maybe I'll talk about that one day. But toxic masculinity is no fun either. I, uh... I wonder if there were points where I even became, you know, in my toxic masculine... Um, statistically, probably yes, <laughs> but just the toxic feminine is just—it is no fun. It is—it is no fun whatsoever. It is not enjoyable. So, this aspect of surrender. What I've been asking God for is help. I've been saying to God, I, I'm. I'm not gonna do this journey alone. I'm not going to walk the path of my purpose alone. I'm, in, I'm, God bring me my, my, my masculine counterpart. Bring me my masculine counterpart is what I've told God to take this journey together. And so what God needed me to do is to stop operating in the masculine energy because the polarity dynamic that my heart truly desires, not the one that I had to learn through trauma, necessity, neglect, and abuse, my heart truly desires to rest in my feminine energy and just just be and just have just know that i'm taking care of just know that i get to shine as brightly as i came here to shine And I want to be loved as much as I came here to be loved. And so in order to be, in order for the dynamic to be the way one that I wanted to be in my heart, in my heart of hearts, in the core of my being and the way that God wants it for me. I have to stop operating in the masculine. So I've been on this journey of operating in my feminine for probably since the beginning of January. That's like I think where this began. And now (laughs) <laughs> and it has been reflected back to me through the universe that I have been operating in my feminine, but it isn't so straightforward because there are things that can trigger you back into your masculine, masculine energy. You can have a, a, a default now of feminine, but you can flip back easily into your masculine energy, like just like how a masculine can flip into feminine. Um, So I've been having this space where, Ah. so I've been in this space where I have not been operating in my masculine. It's been it's been pretty easy, but then you might have a conversation with a friend. Excuse me, with a friend. Sorry about my voice, guys. I woke up like with allergies this morning. Um, You might have a conversation with a friend, and. And this friend might be someone who operates in their feminine and, but requires you to be in your masculine. I I have this friend who operates from this almost needy feminine space. I, I wouldn't call it toxic, but it's kind of like a childlike feminine that requires like a masculine protector type of energy and apparently I've been being that for this friend and so when I I hadn't talked to her for quite a while but when we got back together and had a conversation I didn't realize it at the time but I immediately reverted into masculine, masculine energy and after that conversation I realized that she was like being like this childlike little feminine and I agreed to like be like her kind of like a masculine protector type of energy, and I, and I don't want that. I don't want any more of these kind of default unconscious flips into masculine. I, I'm not going to revert into that masculine energy for anyone um, unconsciously. Now, I can consciously choose that, right? Like, if there are tasks that require that masculine energy in me, but I'm I'm no longer going to be subconsciously reverting into masculine energy and especially for men I will not revert to masculine masculine energy for a man because he's choosing to operate in his feminine energy no we're going to be two feminines and it's just not gonna work so what I'm telling God is I I want you God to God, I'm asking you for my masculine counterpart to be so firmly rooted in his masculine that there is literally not going to be any invitation for me to revert to my masculine. Like there there are women who talk about being around a man, right? Like, and these can be masculine women, right? Mm-hmm. Who get around this one man and he automatically puts them in their feminine like they just suddenly turn in this is the analogy that they get but like they turn into like these soft little kittens and they're like oh my god who am i like what is happening like because this man he's just solid in his masculinity masculinity i can't i can't talk today guys he's like solid in his masculinity and you just turn into a kitten you turn into a puddle you turn into a little pool of water and you're like what's happening like I want that dynamic with my masculine counterpart so that I am never going to be asked, coerced, or automatically flipped into my masculine energy. I refuse to unconsciously flip into my masculine energy for anyone if you want to be a part of my life you're going to hold your space because that's just like how you naturally are that's who you naturally are that that's that's your choice right if you're a feminine be okay with me being in my feminine i'm talking about women like if you're if you're in your feminine be okay with me being in my feminine too. Let's be in our feminines together. And if you are a masculine man, hold that container, hold that space, hold that energy because that's who you naturally are as a person so that I can know what it's like to rest in my feminine, rest in that space of safety, rest in that polarity dynamic So, as I said, God has been asking me to rest in my feminine. And what that means is letting go of control. That's what the masculine does, is gotta be in control. And God is telling me, you've gotta let go of those last little remaining bits of masculine tendencies. Because while I am in my feminine now, there are just still these bits that are like hanging around, like little strings, and one of them is letting go of control. And as I said, this is what got me through my childhood, my 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 toddlerhood, my young childhood, my adolescence. Like it got me through everything. And and a step beyond God wanting me to lack of control, God wants me. step into like that space of childlike innocence childlike play which is truly my core essence (laughs) it's just that I have not it's so fascinating that that is my true core essence because I haven't been able to be a child throughout my life Like, even when I was a toddler, like, I I had to take care of my baby brother. Like, I had to try to figure out how to feed myself when there was no food in my fridge, my cabinets, anywhere. Like, I never got to be a child. I was always protector, protecting myself, protecting myself from sexual advances or trying to. Like, how could I? I was so small. And this is throughout my, my, my entire life. I was always on guard, protecting myself, trying to provide for myself. And the word try is literally the optimal word there. So I never got to be a child. And now God is saying, like, I need you to let go. I need you to be in your feminine. And I need you to let your child-like magic emerge from whatever depths, tombs, catacombs they exist. (laughs) So... And this is hard. I'm just gonna be a thousand percent honest with you. It's hard. As I was saying, there's a situation that like I I want to push, 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 because that's like what I learned. Push, push, push the energy, push it, push, push it, push it, (laughs) push the energy, and that's what I've learned. And God is letting me know energetically and intuitively, like, no, this is. This is not going to work the way that you want it to work. (sighs) And so it's like, okay, God, okay, God, but, okay, God, but if I, if I don't, if I don't push this through, it's not going to get done. And God is saying, my child, like, I have another way. That is just gonna be far easier. It's literally gonna be like magic, like the way that I have for this to work out. So, you free will choice, but my child, like if you stop what you're about to do, like don't try to push this through. If you let me handle this, it'll happen far easier than you can imagine, faster than you can imagine. And you get to just rest. I'm just asking you to just rest, my child. Like I just, it's your time to let someone else handle things. That is such a weird concept. So of course, if I had this Programming growing up that I have to do everything on my own. Of course, I would become a single mother one day Single mother is the archetype of doing everything on your own and struggling. I was destined to become a single mother From my childhood Because if I have this energy of having to do everything on my own I'm gonna find the morphic fields that match that and the morphic field that matches that to the greatest degree is that of a single mother So of course I don't have resources. Of course I don't have family support or my ex-husband providing or supporting in any capacity. Like, of course I don't. This was my destiny from those early learnings, from the wiring of my brain. I didn't grow up learning that I was supported. So I had to keep walking the unsupported route, and now God is saying, my child, rest. And if I can't let God do for me and take care of me and love on me and let me rest, how can I let the man that God chose for me do those things for me? I have to learn these things with God because my, my husband-to-be won't be able to do for me either if I can't rest and learn what it is to be provided for, to not have to do everything on your own, to not have to struggle on your own. My season, all of the seasons, offending for myself. Often failing to make ends even meet. Living deeply below the poverty line. Worrying about how this bill will get paid or that bill will get paid. Not having a partner by my side to to talk to, to do anything with, to rely on. Having my dreams be just some pie-in-the-sky fairy tale. Not seeing God's promises all those seasons of that is over now. That's what God is telling me. All that's over now. And that these are the final days of being alone, feeling alone. These are the final days of living in poverty. These are the final days of not having money. These are the final days. Of worrying about money. These are the final days of living in this neighborhood. These are the final days of not being with the man that God chose for me. These are the final days of not being a wife. These are the final days of not walking the visible path of my purpose. These are the final days of just getting by. These are the final days of the season. God is doing a thing, a new thing. God is doing a new thing, and it's happening everywhere simultaneously, so God isn't just doing a new thing in my life, God is doing a new thing in everyone's lives. God is saying to me, lack of control. Let me handle this. And so I said, okay. I will not take the actions that I was going to take to try to make that thing happen. I'm going to wait. And making that decision made me feel like I was going to cry because it felt so unsafe that I'm letting go of control, that I'm letting someone else handle things. Because, as I said before, I am programmed to think that if I don't do it, it it's It won't get done. If I don't make it happen, it won't get done. I grew up thinking that the universe was not a generous place, abundant place, not a place for me anyway, Sure, for others, but not for me. God is saying, my child, I've got this. Please just rest yourself yourself back and rest. Now is time for rest. Let me handle it. Because also, this is you letting your husband-to-be handle things. Thank you, God. I absolutely choose God to let you handle things for me to follow the breadcrumbs, for me to follow your nudges, to follow your guidance, even if I feel scared. If I feel like I have to cry, I'll cry. And I'll still choose to follow you, God, because I came here to follow you, God. I know that you know. I know that you have it all figured out, all worked out. You have the plan. And I'm here to follow that. Mm. And for those of you who are watching, I invite you into all this energy, all this shifting, and to follow God's plan for you. Thank you for being with me with me today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here every day for those of you who have. And with that, I will ask God, what can we be, do, create, choose, generate to create heaven on earth right away? See you guys tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time.